You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast! Uh, so, I've been trying to find some news about the Pokemon games that were just announced. And, you know, I used an abbreviation, but I think I may have done something wrong. Tash, look at this. What, what, what is this? Oh, Whimsicott, what are you looking at? Ah, Pokemon S and M. It's Paco! Paco! It's Paco! Paco! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah! Paco! Grab your friends, it's that time Stop again! Get. Listen to the show with a phone that never ends! And welcome to the 224th episode of the Buckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-hosts. Gator Maximus 13. And the fluffiest Wimsicott. And we are here to bring you another Pucklelicious episode. Puckle, of course, stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a name we came up with in 2007. And it's a wonderful Pokemon community, if you haven't already. If you are a new listener, uh, thank you for listening, first of all. That is great that you found the show and you decided to wait. I think this is about three minutes in, so good for you. Hope you stick around for the next hour. And... (laughs) Um, but we also are a Pokemon community. You can check out PucklePodcast.com. We host tournaments, do wonderful events. I've got some things to talk about in the news for that, uh, considering our own community, as well as just news for Pokemon in general. And so, I guess we'll start off today's show like we start off every show, and I will ask you guys, what have you guys been up to in Pokemon lately? Well, as for myself, I recently brought out the 3DS again. I haven't been playing in a while, so I pulled it it out and... Dusted it off, charged it back up, applied the updates, there was three of them, and hopped, <laughs> hopped back in. Um, I forgot that I couldn't find a Hoopa on the... Do you need one? I do need one. Oh, so... well, just stick around after the show, and I'll get you one. Well, you see, that's one of the beauties of being a part of the Puckle Podcast community. Um, <laughs> I've got a few extra. But yeah, I just I completely just you know stepped out of like going to the events and stuff. Like I wasn't going to McDonald's. I wasn't doing the online events. I, I mean, uh, to be fair, it was McDonald's. Like, yeah, but you... I'm not loving it. 
I'm not. I went to McDonald's to get that hoopa, and like I don't eat at McDonald's very often. And it w- I had the grossest sandwich that I've ever eaten there. And I'm just like, this is why I don't eat here. Why did you make me come here? It's a terrible, terrible thing, honestly. Yes, absolutely. So if I can avoid it, I will. But I will grab a hoopa from you. And because I went on the GTS because I was like, oh. But then as to use Thatch's word, I was a dummy bear because I'm like, oh, yeah, you can't get uh, a mythical... What do they call it? I, I think it's the Cherish Ball or something that re- that doesn't let you do it. Probably. Well, whatever it was, I was like, oh man, forget this. I was ready to trade him a 6 IV ditto, you know, to do what I had to, because I've got that living dex I gotta finish up. Oh yeah. Mm-mm. Still got all, I've still got 7 at 19, but now that we're at 720. Are, are we able to get Volcanion yet? I don't think no, so, right? No, absolutely. I mean, the, sh- only, the only thing we know about Volcanion is the movie. And now with, like, Sun and Moon coming out, I'm getting really confused how events are working, and... Well, we do have the mythicals all year long. They did say yes. that. No, we absolutely so, do. And they're so all for Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, X, and Y. Although, okay. it, I was thinking it might not be the Cherish Ball, because I think some events are tradable. So they, it might I, be the mythical Pokemon itself. I really feel like it's a Cherish Ball. Um, let's see. Uh, we can't... Uh, maybe it's just event Pokemon. Um, I think which, it's the Cherish Ball. I really feel like it's the Perish Ball. Or Cherish Ball, not Perish Ball. Yes. Oh my god, that'd be such a great addition. Maybe not all that. not all events are in the Cherish Ball. I'm not... No, that's the... true. That's true. Not all events it's are in the Cherish Ball. I would still mm. like that Perish Ball, though. Because yeah. <laughs> it could just be like a catch. black version of the Cherish Ball. Cherish Ball? I am just really bad at this, English today. This just in, guys. We have found out how you evolve Eevee into a ghost-type there we evolution. Go. <laughs> you catch it in a perishable. There we go. That's actually uh, wonderful. Gen 8 confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, so that's all I've been doing lately. I hopped on that, and then I've been uh, checking out uh, the new podcast we've been putting up, too. I've been listening to those, listening to the movie podcast, listening to the Anything Goes live episodes, and you know, checking out uh, the streaming. Misty has a a Twitch channel that it's good to check out. Mm-hmm. I know Thatch was saying that he didn't want to promote it, but I will because I like Misty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I don't want. Like this isn't just my show anymore. You know, like it, everybody not, else helps out, and so yeah, I well, try not to like use it for personal gain. Well, this isn't your personal saying it; it's me saying it because Misty's <laughs> awesome and a member of our community, and she deserves our support. Thatch, Come no, she on. does. She does. I mean, I, I mean, what I did was I What's was just the like, channel, Thatch? "What's the, uh, tri- the channel?" Is the Tipsy Chick? Thank you. There we go. It's all one word, and she, she's either she may or may not stream tonight. I don't know. We're trying to figure out a schedule, and her mom's coming next week, and so it's going to be weird and. Uh, it's don't worry about it. <laughs> well, when she's when she's streaming Sun and Moon, we'll be glad that we got an audience built already. Oh, absolutely! No, she's doing really well for herself. Actually, I'm very proud of her. And... What about you, Fluffiest? What do you think you're? Mm-hmm. Uh, what have you been up to? Oh, mainly Pokemon Red. Oh, I, yeah, I beat Brock last night. The endless satisfaction of beating a Rock type gym with a Charmander and a Butterfree. Ah, uh, woman after my own heart. I love. Yeah. Like, I always gotta go with the Charmander. <laughs> I mean, I I could only go with the Charmander. I I bought Pokemon Red on the Virtual Console because it was my first game, and my cartridge is kaput now. Oh completely. no! Yeah, uh, even with the battery changed, it it was the data mm. was corrupt or something. I think, I think my house has 
way too much humidity in it. Yeah. And, um, no, yeah, I had to pick Charmander, absolutely. And I had to beat Brock with the Charmander and the Butterfree. And, oh, man, the feels. It, it was sure you, uh Make sure you pick up one of those Fissure No Guard with Champs. Oh, yeah. Fissure No <laughs> oh, Guard with Champs. Oh, no, 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 I, no. I think I came up... I, I'm pretty sure they have to just make, like, an automatic hidden ability on anything from Gen 1. That is the, that, that is the that, only way to go about it. You would you would get some crazy things going around. You wouldn't get... you wouldn't Okay, so you wouldn't get too many bad things. I went through the list to looking for, like, the biggest and worst culprits. And if you got the hidden abilities automatically through that, it wouldn't be that bad. No, it wouldn't be, but not, I don't know that I would do it just because of that. No, I, I, mean, I mean, no, when but, you were... no, 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 I would do it 100% for no guard Fisherman Champ. Wait, 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 do we know I that mean... for a fact that Pokemon are not able to go back to uh, Red, Yellow, and Blue? I would assume because would you're, not a lo- not. you're not able to go back to... Fifth gen from Pokebank. Exactly. Mm, I think I think it's, it's a very there, safe assumption. It's there forever. No, mm-hmm. what I what I thought when I heard you guys discussing this on a previous episode was that yeah, sure, the hidden ability thing is a fix, but you have to remember that Pokemon is all about the official VGC competition. Yeah, no, and still, and no guard Fisherman Champ would be awful. You, it won't have the Pentagon. You don't know that it won't have the Pentagon. It will not have the Pentagon. Okay, I mean, if it doesn't Pokemon... have the, if it doesn't have the Pentagon, I'm 100 percent okay with this. How can it have the Pentagon? The Pentagon Maybe is they determined by the Pentagon is determined by the game that generates the Pokemon. There's a number for X, a number for Y, a number for Omega Ruby, a number for Alpha Sapphire, and there are only two more numbers that give the Pentagon, and we don't know what they are. But they are certainly not red, <laughs> blue, and yellow because there are three of those. That's true. One could certainly argue that the Pentagon is the main control center of all of this. Yes, I mean, it could. It, it could be the, if it is the Pentagon. I will be one hundred percent okay with that. If there are no, it Pentagon. has to be the Pentagon. Otherwise, you're still getting stuff like seismic toss, Mega Kangaskhan. Mm-hmm. They I'd have like to, to give keep a... the Pentagon on. It, I'd like I mean, to give a shout they, out to all the listeners that got my joke. <laughs> I Sorry, Whimsicott. <laughs> no, you have to, I will have to listen to the episode twice now because I <laughs> I didn't hear your joke because I was busy talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> How weird. That never happens to me. I talk so little. <laughs> no, but anyway, if, if you notice, like... They allowed legendaries into the VGC, but they still only allow mm-hmm. Pokemon with the Pentagon in. That is their main control thing, as you said. That that makes sense to me. I can be okay with that, too. I can be okay with that. Yeah, yeah but, absolutely. I'd be okay with that. Okay, so as for myself, I've been doing the Kanto Classic this week, uh, <laughs> this weekend. Um, I didn't play all 30 matches, and by the time we're done recording this, it'll be like an hour left, and I'm not going to do it. And so... Uh, there's gonna be... I, I did pretty well, though. I think I came out, like, 15 and 4 or something like that. Wow. Which isn't bad. Good yeah, job. I I mean, it was it was a little bit rough at the end. Like, I had, like, a losing streak of, like, 3 in a row. And I was just like, mm-hmm. forget this meta. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, man. But, I don't know. It was it was a good time. I, I did pretty well, though. I was pretty happy with it. 
and uh, it was it's just like it was a really fun meta to play in general. But mm. I it, like I built this team that I'll never use again because like this Nitto Queen that I made has a very specific spread for survivability mm-hmm. against very specific things that you'd only see in that meta, <laughs> and. I, I mean, I, I'll use some of the things. Like, I, I'm using a Dragonite, which was pretty much just a standard Dragonite, but I took the Lumberry off. And mm. then I uh, I was running a Moxie Gyarados, which was doing really well as, on top of that. Mm. And, yeah, because uh, Gyarados has, like, a base 91 speed, which is just faster than Dragonite. <laughs> Fun fact. Nice. So you can, like, if you get Stealth Rocks up and somebody's going to try to sweep you with a Dragonite, if you get the Gyarados out fast enough, your your dra- Gyarados can use Stone Edge and take out the Dragonite. Oh, nice! And you get Moxie boosts from it and everything. I was really surprised at the lack lack of like Gyarados with Moxie in the meta. I saw a lot mm-hmm. of Intimidate Gyarados, and I think I maybe saw one other Moxie Gyarados the entire time, and I was very yeah. surprised. A lot of Machamps I mean, it's though. Probably, it's probably due to the fact that they are aware of the fact that. Electrode is a thing. Nobody was using Electrode. I I mean, I, nobody I used Electrode. Um, would like, not have brought Electrode, but I mean, you could you could definitely tell the skill level of people playing that just by what they brought as well. <laughs> um, like no joke. Like if I ever saw a team with a Charizard on it, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna win because <laughs> well, Char- Charizard yes. was absolute garbage in that meta. He's absolute <laughs> garbage, and so I'm just so every time I saw a Charizard, I'm like, okay, I win. Because what I would do is I'd get the Stealth Rocks out early, so typically nobody's running Defog or Rapid Spin either. So mm-hmm. this Charizard comes in, takes 50%, and you know when it comes in, I just throw in my Gyarados, get the Dragon Dance, and then just sweep. And it's just wonderful. And <laughs> Well, it and, sounds nice. Yeah. yeah, and you know if you get a Dragon Dance up on one thing, it can outspeed everything else. I mean, the no items thing definitely made it a lot easier. And Mm-mm-mm. But, you know, it, it was a lot of fun. And on top of that, I've been playing Red Version. So, <laughs> uh, it, I've, I've come into, like, this time that I haven't had in a very long time where I have lots of video games that I want to play and have to play. Like, uh, I hear you, man. Like, like, I've just gotten way back into the competitive scene in Pokemon. Um, I've got Pokemon Red now just to play with. And I've got... Um, Pokemon... Uh, Pokemon Fighters is coming... Or Pokemon Tournament is coming out in two weeks, Mm-mm. and uh, Twilight Princess just came out. <laughs> so, I've got, I'm... I've got my hands full. Did it come out for Wii U, or did it come out for... Uh, Wii U. It was, it was re-released on the Wii U. There was, like, a special Amiibo that went with it. And... What? I need to get back on the loop on that. <laughs> there was you like... missed the Nintendo Direct, apparently. No, I only watched the Pokemon one, like, and I'm pretty um, sure the entire council was just sitting around computers in our respective locations, just... Oh, absolutely. Chopped. <laughs> it's absolutely what we were all doing. Man, yes. Otherwise, I, I would have had to telephone you that. <laughs> That's true. No, that would have <laughs> happened. Uh, so, let's, uh, let's kick it on over to the news. Uh, because there is some news to talk about this week. We'll kick it over to the news, and uh, we'll be right back, so... Cue the epic music. It's Paco! Paco! It's Paco! 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 
Come on, underground champions, here we go, yeah. Let's go! Grab your friends, it's that time again. Listen to the shit with the phone never ends. Fuck go! Fuck go! Fuck go! And on to the news. So in the news, there's a few things I think. Let's talk about some small things. First of all is if you have Pokemon Bank, which I need to renew like today, um, you can go, if you log on, you can get the um, Golems, I guess, the Regis. You can get Registeel, Regiice, and Regirock, all with their hidden abilities on Pokemon Bank. I really like that they're actually doing these things where it's just like, hey, if you have Pokemon Bank this year, you can get some free stuff. They did the same thing last year with the uh, Johto starters. Well, so, I don't... It- I have a problem with you calling it free stuff. Well, it's not free because you have to pay five <laughs> bucks a year for it. But, I mean, five bucks a year is so small. Yeah, it's very reasonable. It, I think it's incredibly reasonable. You know what? And if it's a way for me to further sell my soul to this franchise, I'll do it. It and... makes me wonder just how much we're subsidizing their servers to do it, or are, is everyone else charging us too much? Yeah, that's true. That's a good question. <laughs> and hmm. Let's not yeah. ask that question too much. <laughs> But, you know, if you do not have Pokemon Bank, you can still get a Celebi, which you got two years ago from Pokemon Bank. It's a different one. <laughs> That's true. It is a different Celebi. Uh, it's level one. These All these mythicals are level 100, which I kind of have a problem with, but that's yeah, just me. Yeah, I have a problem with that, too. And, and, I mean, the heart of the fun of getting a like a mythical like that is to be able to like train it up, you know? I mean, not maybe not so much train it up as go through the game with it. Yeah, like right? when you got when you got Victini at level fifteen at the very beginning of Black and White. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't pick it up because I wanted the software set for it, and it, the Victini is still waiting for me at Victory Island. But yeah, no. but, but that's my oh. story. That's not everyone's story. So. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But yes, Celebi is on the Nintendo Network right now, so if you just log on to the Mystery Gift, you can get Celebi. That goes until the 24th of March. So Mm -hmm. let's see, there's other things I wrote down. So the bigger news, I think, in the Pokemon world right now is we finally got some, well, we've gotten some kind of Pokemon Go news. Um, Yes, (laughs) alright. It's it's bittersweet Pokemon Go news. No, Uh, no, 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 this is... uh, you say bittersweet, and as usual, I'm the hype one. I say <laughs> it's great. Because we were all incredibly disappointed when on the 2nd, I think, mm-hmm. uh, Niantic announced that they were cancelling the GDC conference about Pokemon Go that everyone had been waiting for with bated breath because we were finally going to get some news. Mm-hmm. And then they cancelled it, and the Pokemon Go subreddit went nuts. And then the Pokemon Go subreddit went even more nuts when, two days later, Niantic announced that the beta was going to start later this month, only in Japan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are people trying to sign up for the website with proxy servers oh and my gosh. crazy stuff like that. But I think this is great news. I think this shows 
that Niantic has the commitment to get the game out already. No, so, I, I'd much rather have the beta out and yeah, be able to talk about it. But uh, I guess we'll know more at the end of the year because we'll definitely see what the beta is like by the end of the month. Of, of the month. That's, that's what I meant. Not, of the month, the not the year, not the year. I, it does, <laughs> you, it does make it sound like they're a little behind schedule, but I think we'll still see so it before the end of 2016. I and mean, they definitely will. But when mm-hmm. when you say before the end of the year, I almost cried inside. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know me, I'm the crazy Pokemon Go person here. No, no, it's fine. Uh, it's fine, but it'll. Uh, it's very interesting that that happened, and I don't know. You you had an explanation for it, but I don't want to go too into it, because if not, we're going to be here for the next 20 minutes. No, no, it's an explanation that someone posted on the Pokemon Go subreddit the day in between these announcements, so mm-hmm. just go check it out. He was a yes. very smart person who made up very smart points. Yes, I agree. And... Uh, let's see. I think that's it for general Pokemon news, honestly. But... Well, they have announced the next battle competition. Oh, that's true. Yes. Uh, Still the... VGC 16 rules. Yeah, no, I'm okay with that because they're doing the... Uh, they, they typically do two international challenges before nationals in the United States. Mm-hmm. And so they do. Uh, they typically do one in the winter in January and they do another one in the spring. Last year it was in April, but uh, this year it's in March. And so it was, it's actually like really quick. It's like three months after the Kanto Classic ended. Um, or three, did I say months or weeks? Um, I meant weeks. Regardless. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I'm just like, I don't know my times anymore today. And so, <laughs> you can register for it from March 17th and, uh, to the 24th. Or, well, I mean, I think you can technically register during the competition as well. And you can, and the tournament will run from March 25th until the 27th. If you want to get into VGC and you want some real life practice, this is the way to do it. I'm pretty sure you get, um, a few, uh, what is it? These these matches are pretty quick, and I think you get up to like forty five of them to play in. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's like fifteen a day, something like that. But they they roll over. You know what I mean? If you haven't yeah. battled in them, they roll over. And so if you're looking to get those play points, this is the way to do it. You also get a play point for participating in this. And it looks like if you play in it, you get two thousand Pokemiles or something, whatever those are used for, anyways. And. <laughs> I, I think they get you some cool items on the global link, so I shouldn't discount them. Somebody's gonna be like, "We use Pokemiles all the time." No, 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 no. Well, to, to be honest, to revives. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was a time not so long ago when they had a sale on the Pokemile shop. Yeah. In the Pokemon Global Link website, mm-hmm. and I bought like a ton of useful stuff. Mm-hmm. I bought like a bajillion rare candies. Six ability capsules. Ooh. Uh, so much good stuff, I swear. I mean, it's pretty easy, too, if you just, like, trade a lot on the GTS. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I... It's like a rewards program, you know? Yes, um, you, just, you just wonder trade all of your Bridgects off, mm-hmm. and you get a million Pokemiles. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a rewards program for being able to do those things. Or uh, using Pokemon Bank, but I like to grab the battle points. That's, I, I prefer the battle points as well. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think you get more bang for your buck with the battle points. Absolutely. So I think that that that's it for Pokemon news. <laughs> uh, so the, we're going to switch gears here real quick to Puckle community news. So first of all, um, I made a mention at the end of last episode because I was frazzled and apparently forgot to talk about the tournaments. So we have lots of big things going on right now. First thing first is that you can um, right now register to be a uh, 
register to participate in the PFTT, which is our Prepare for Trouble tournament, which is our annual VGC-style tournament. The rules are VGC 2016. I think we're going to do best two out of three because these are very quick matches. It's just going to be a single elimination tournament. There will be a prize that is to be determined yet. And let's see. Uh, we'll, we'll give you more information. But right now, you can go register on the Puckle website for that tournament. And the tournament itself, I believe, actually starts the weekend of the... Uh, or the week before the... What's it called? What is the thing we were just talking about? The International Challenge. Uh, it starts, I believe, on the 21st, Shamu and I decided. <laughs> so check that out. And uh, at the same time, if you are interested in Puckle Summer League, which is our annual gym uh, badge collection tournament thing, you can um, you can uh, apply to be a gym leader to our uh, to our league. You just have to gym... sub- wait, 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 gym badge collection thing. Yeah, you go. It, it's just like a normal. <laughs> it's just like the game. You go. You come to the Puckle chat box. You battle some gym leaders. You get a badge. If you get eight of them by the end of the summer, you can participate in our tournament at the end. It's anime style, uh, and there will be a prize for the winner at the end of the Summer League as well. So that the tournament, the Summer League itself actually starts on, I believe, Shamu and I determined it, it begins on Memorial Day, which is the 30th this year. And the 30th of... Of May. May. Thank of you, May. because I have because no Because Memorial Day does not exist in Italy. And <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, if you you can go on the website right now, and underneath the summer league tab, there's a gym leader applications tab for you to click on, and you can go ahead and apply to be a gym leader there. So to sum it up, if you want to sign up for the PFTT, you have until the 19th. You can do it up. Yeah, I believe the 19th. You can do it up until, or I mean, if you do it a little bit later, as long as you do it before the 21st, it'll be okay. Uh, the running the PFTT is not as strenuous as running the UUTC. Uh, the UUTC. So Shamu and I are a bit more flexible on pretty much every tournament that exists in Puckle that's not the UUTC. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I can testify that these guys are doing a lot of work to bring the UUTC to you guys. It's it's much harder than people that. like would think, right? I mean uh we I get a we get a lot that Shamu's doing a lot of work. Hashtag Roche Thatch. Which, by the way, sorry to interrupt. It's been I've been holding it in this entire episode. <laughs> I finally got Thatch and I finally got Whimsicott on the same episode together. So in my oh, head, it's no! been it's been praise Whimsicott, roast Thatch, praise Whimsicott, roast Thatch, all in my head this entire time. <laughs> going out right now. I just would like everyone to know that. I'm sorry. Continue Thatch. Okay, but yes, yes. just all a giant clever ploy from you. Darn you. <laughs> Fooled again. Yeah, we have uh, we have that happening, and uh, yes. So these tournaments, very. I mean, we get asked a lot to run. Uh, what are they? The uh, draft leagues, you know? And they're like, oh, yeah, man, could Puckle dra- run a draft league? And I'm like, I mean, the UUTC pretty much kills us, and we can't do anything else during the UUTC. The the and... big problem with draft leagues is that to run them the way they do on YouTube. You mm-hmm. have to gen your Pokemon. You do. That's another big thing that's really, really Which hard. is not something we would like to encourage. Yeah, we don't... Casual we don't... fans, would you like to define Draft League? Uh, oh, all right. You go, Thatch. Oh, yeah. So a Draft League is one where, I guess, about 8 to 16 people get together and they draft about 10 Pokemon apiece. 
for competitive battles and then they play each other and it's like they call themselves teams. They're, it's very popular on YouTube at the moment. Uh, people like King Nappy and Shady Penguin do it. Uh, they're just A Drive doing... is the king of A Drive is really good at them actually. Yeah, he's actually really um... good. And he, so the, these are uh, it's it's a lot of fun. You build a lot of counter teams essentially every time. But the problem is people they change their sets in between matches. And they're tr- picking up new Pokemon, dropping Pokemon all the time, and, you know, doing trades and stuff like that as well. And it's, it you know, it just encourages a very much, like, oh, let's gen some Pokemon, you know? I mean, A-Drive, he's someone who does not gen his Pokemon, but he says very clearly to his watchers that he has to gen his Pokemon for the League format because mm-hmm. it is impossible to do without genning the Pokemon. It really is. You can't keep up with it. Like, to build an entire new team every week, that's insane. Especially when stuff like Raikou is very prevalent. Yeah, and... I mean, you, you couldn't because some of the Pokemon they use are event Pokemon and yeah. they can't have, like, 20 legit event Pokemon with different sets. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's just too difficult. I mean, that's I mean, it's a little bit frowned upon in the way we like to run things in Puckle because we want to be a very like casual, you know, open to new people coming into competitive. We'd like to be open to that. And so Mm-mm. things like I mean, it's not it's not saying that these those are definitely fun like ideas. I don't say these are awful ideas. I'm just saying for what we do at Puckle, doing a draft league isn't something that we're very much looking into. Mm, no. But that's that's my spiel on tournaments. So if you want to sign up for uh, the PFTT you have until the 19th, it's on the website right now. Uh, you can do it on the 20th. We probably won't care. And you can also sign up to be a gym leader for applications. Uh, you can fill out a gym leader application. We won't be calling you guys back until about April to set up some interview times. Um, so don't worry if you don't hear back from us for like a month. But yeah. we, we do look at them. There are some, there's some pretty good applicants already. And yeah. So that's it for the news, I believe. So let's kick it on over. Oh, wait. Last piece of news. I almost forgot. Next Monday, March 14th, is the second Monday of the month. So you know what that means. That means it is Puckle's chat box meetup. Um, Whoa! Right? Woo! Uh, I should hopefully have some some shiny Raikou from the distribution in Gen 4 ready for you guys by then. And... Thatch! Yes. Try to keep one for me. I missed that one. I, I will try. I will try. I, my goal my goal is to get 30 of them. Oh, so, I, I think there will be one left for I me. I think there will be one. Unless also, it this is, is like the yeah. most fantastic chat box meetup ever. Yeah. We've we also decided be. that we are going to do... Uh, we're only going to give away 6IV dittos at the chat box. Uh, yeah. Because doing it over email is way too difficult. And we get a lot of requests for that, actually, which is really weird. So come to FucklePodcast.com. Come to the chat box to get 6IV dittos, Raikus, whatever you want. Um... Hopefully, I'll also be able to start gathering up some, like, Entei's and Soikund at the same time. And so, mm-hmm. for the next two months, that'll probably just be Raikou. And uh, Maximus, I was talking to Mr. Maximus, actually. He is going to be hosting a chat, ba- or chat box meetup as well every month on the fourth Friday of every month. Oh. So, there are two chat box meetups every month now for your viewing pleasure. So, that that means this month on the, I believe, 25th. You can come to pucklepodcast.com slash chat, and you can chat with people, and I'm going to be hooking him up with some Raikou so he can give them away as well. And do you already know at which time he's going to be hosting uh, this? These will be at, during the evening. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately for you, it might be too late. But Well, 
you know, if you do yours at 7 p.m., yeah. and I can't come usually because it's a Monday. Yeah, that's but true. if it's a Friday, okay. I might be able to rock that a bit more easily, you okay. know? Okay, well, well uh, that, those are questions to be asked of him. Uh, I will ask him, of but, course. Yeah, no, he, God, what are you usually doing at 1 a.m. on a Friday? <laughs> uh, sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a normal person thing to do. So that's it for the news. We're going to kick it on over after this short break to the topic today. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Puckle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com, where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And on to the topic today, our topic for you guys today is the location of Sun and Moon. We are going to talk about Sun and Moon's location today, and using the information we have, and try to try to come up with some kind of intelligent answer about what it could be. Whimsicott's fortunately already done an article on this on the website. She's just very yeah. passionate. She's like, I'd like to do an episode on this. I'm like, absolutely. Why wouldn't we do that? So It's so interesting. No, we it's, had it is. five seconds of behind-the-scene footage, and people on the internet have already brought it all together. I love people on the internet. Yeah, no, it's actually awesome. It's yeah. very awesome. I love you guys, and you're on the internet. <laughs> Oh, well, well I can you. only love you through the internet, so, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Never all mind. Right. Well, let's get started. I think I think the general consensus of the online community right now is that this is somewhere in the Pacific. And yes. uh, more specifically, Whimsicott believes it to be Hawaii. I do. I mean, that makes sense. Gen 1 was somewhere in the Pacific. Gen 1, <laughs> Gen 2, Gen 3, Gen 4, right? And so... <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I would be. I would be one hundred percent. Like I've heard a lot of different theories right now. Right. Um. Considering this story versus just the region, the story mm-hmm. should be going back to something more. Uh. More based on Japanese culture, which I can believe to some extent. I could see. I could see this definitely reflecting gold and silver in that aspect. And mm. I. I know. I know. There's a lot. I mean, Jushiro, our friend Jushiro. Uh. He and I have conversations all the time about these things. And so he's very uh, he's very adamant about the fact that this is probably something to relate to gold and silver. And you know what? He's probably right. Uh, in the sense that I think the story is going to go back to a very Japanese story. Um, I don't want to take credit for these ideas, but this is from uh, the Gaijin Goomba on... Uh, oh, on, yes. He's He just, like, freaked out when Sun and Moon came out. And he's just like, I think the story's already spoiled. And he came up with what the legendaries would be based on and stuff like that. And uh, uh, because uh, in, in Shinto, in Shintoism, mm-hmm. there's a... Uh, there's a sun and a moon god, and yes, they, but they get married and they fight and da 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 da. I have I have a problem with that. Okay, tell me. And it is that every single culture on Earth is going to have a sun god and a moon god. Okay, American are, culture does not have that. Okay. Because America is uh, well, I I was I was going to say something that was <laughs> wait, wait, nice, wait 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 wait. Your culture Native is American only two hundred years. Native old. American cultures do. I agree with that. Exactly. So every culture that is not a fledgling infant <laughs> has them. <laughs> so so basing a theory 
just on the fact that they are the story. Sons. The story is very unique, though, in the in Shintoism. To be fair, but, the story I mean, the story is very I, unique. But very. most of these stories are rather unique. Yeah. I mean, there are stories in which uh, the sun is male and the moon is female. There are stories in which the sun is female and the moon yeah, yeah. is male. But just I mean, I mean, we've all seen Avatar. You, yeah, uh, I have. <laughs> Have actually yes. Um, yeah, Avatar: but, The Last Airbender, right? Oh no! There's some stories where the moon funny. loves Sokka. Just you, you're just saying Sokka loves the moon. Who knows? Uh, All right. No, I was thinking. You should go watch Avatar: Avatar The Last Airbender. Once I should. I just. I need to find the time. Oh my that god! You would love it. Great. You would actually. I like know. It. I know. I know how great it is. I have actually been spoiled for the awesome thing at the end of the second arc. But <laughs> mm, all right, let's not spoil everyone else. Um, but I, I, I mean, just saying it's going to be this and that because it's called Sun and Moon. Like, there's only one culture on Earth that has a very interesting story about the sun god and the moon god. I, I'm not convinced. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that it absolutely has to be, but I think this is something that would make a marketing, a good marketing decision for them because I mean, they're definitely, they're definitely losing ground in Japan on the home front. I mean, but, not, not like terribly. Let's not say terribly. Because they they're still very popular, right? Pokemon Go, the beta, is only happening in Japan. Yeah, and so uh, I think that I think the thing to take away though is that it, I mean I wouldn't be surprised if it was based on Japanese lore. And well, here's the thing though, I just googled it and it looks to be based off of a Pokemon game. Ooh, interesting. What? Uh, <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was over, oh, guys. <laughs> and so I am. You know me. I am the most literal whimsicott. Yeah. So. No, and so it's uh. So we. But I think I think it'd be very good for them to do that. Just go get, go back to the roots, and it'd be very interesting because gold and silver were based very heavily on Japanese lore, right? Yes. Uh, Kyoto was a, it was almost copy and pasted into Ecritique City. And yes. I think that would be very. I think it would be very cool to see the lore return, like in that way. And then, you know, we could cross our fingers and maybe we get to go back to Kalos at the end. Who knows? But uh. see, there is a thing that uh, I, I am told that the Japanese as a whole love Hawaii. Oh, yeah, that's 100% true. Like, it's the, it's the I can, most I can popular vouch. dream vacation spot. I can vouch that this is 100% true. So, they have two ways to get back their Japanese audience. They go toe-to-toe with Yokai Watch and do a Japanese lore thing, or they go, okay, this is the cool part. We are hip. We are new. <laughs> we are modern. We are not going to send you to good old feudal Japan. We are going to send you to Hawaii. See, I think that would be perfect, though. You go to Hawaii and you have a Japanese-based story. Right. Yeah. I think that would be that, that would be the cool. big one too. You know. Um. I, and the rest I of the mean, world wouldn't be, be, even be able to tell. Like everybody else, be like, "Oh man, Hawaii's cool." Uh. Yeah. Mm, I have one one detail makes me think that we might get something based on Hawaiian culture, hmm. and it's the strange souvenir. I okay. I I I do think this is very. I think it's very cool that the strange souvenir does look very Hawaiian. I think that it's is a tiki statue. Yeah, it's a tiki statue. I think it's very cool that we get that, and then it's like, were they thinking about that? Probably. They and... were. They are already, you know, working on two games ahead. Yep. Right. 
So when they were making X and Y, they already knew they would be making Sun and Moon. Mm-hmm. And that's why they put the strange souvenir there. And I was, I was thinking about this as I was driving my car the other day, and I had this giant grin on my face. I was thinking, God, Game Freak is so cool. They're really cool. I mean, there's also some other indications that it's Hawaii as well. Oh, uh, there's, you've, there you've are got a the yellow fire truck with the Blastoise the in it. Yellow, uh, I, the 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 yellow fire truck is not unique to Hawaii. No, but, it's not. It's not. But, but it is in Hawaii. Rainbow, the rainbow on the license plate. Oh my is gosh! Is there really a rainbow on the point. license plate? There's a rainbow on the license there plate. There is. The oh my truck. gosh! Yes. That looks that exactly like the license plates in Hawaii. This is, this is, is it. This the is the rainbow one. connection. <laughs> yes. And this but is why Pokemon... We did this find is what, it. This is why Pokemon Niji was the working title. Pokemon Rainbow. Hawaii is the rainbow state. That's true. Oh, man. This is crazy. And, I'm, are... and they knew that I was going to Hawaii this summer. Then Game Freak just knows. Oh, man. I'm going to try to catch all the Pokemon when I'm in Hawaii now. <laughs> um, no, what's worse is like my honeymoon is actually during when the Koro Koro is gonna leak, and <laughs> I know it's gonna leak when I'm there, and I'm just gonna be like, oh man. <laughs> yeah, honey, I'm sorry, I have things to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, the, uh, it, we've got plenty of news to talk about. Uh, well, yes. we've got we've got plenty of stuff to do to prepare for my um, inevitable absence, and so <laughs> yes. No, let's let's just say that there are well, there is at least one piece of evidence for it not being Hawaii or not being just Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh so the very first place that we got that we thought it would be was Singapore. Yeah, I agree. I one hundred percent agree. Because um, someone on Twitter, uh, their account is T underscore Tokemaru. Yes. Uh, he posted a picture of the Raffles Hotel in Singapore. And mm-hmm. he put it side by side with the image of that hotel slash resort slash some people say gym, but we don't agree. I don't um, know that it would be a gym. We, we've been missing, it misses the, uh, what is it? The uh, yeah, gym snack, logo that we've been using since Gen 5. Snack pointed that out. There is yeah. no gym logo. And they are the same building with different colors. They really are. The exact same, like, right down to the palm trees on the side. Yep. It's absolutely, like, the resemblance is ridiculous. And you know what? I'd be okay if it was just, I think we're going to get another water-heavy region, which is really sad and really scary considering, like, no, 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 the no, amount but... of tentacle would be very scary. You know what? You know what? We're what? seeing vehicles here. Yeah, maybe we get boats. And so, yeah, I'm thinking... They're not going to make you surf all of the routes if they're, if it is an island-based region. Hoenn tells they're me not... otherwise. No, no, no. They're not going to do it because they have learned that people don't like that. I mean, compare how easy it was to get through the water routes in Omega Ruby now Sapphire to how it was back in Gen 3. Oh, yeah. Completely it was different. so much easier, so much faster. Game Freak knows... That everyone agrees with 7.8, too much water. <laughs> right? So, that's, that's, I mean, I agree. I agree mm-hmm. entirely. I mean, it would be very cool to see something like that. I'd be cool with it just being like a Pacific based region. Oh, Gator, go for it. 
Well, I was going to say, I don't think they're going to throw in your surfing Sharpedos and your your unique Whalmer Sprites and develop all of that stuff and then, you know, not get a chance to use it again. I would still, I'd like no. the fast Sharpedo. I like the fast surfing. I like the stuff they added. So of if it's more water-based, better. You're going to have surfing routes, but you're not going to have 25 of them. No. <laughs> but see, everybody overblows that. You spend so much more time in Hoenn on land than you do in the water. No, you do. Because... You do. That is absolutely true, but I mean... And honestly, it beats my idea for what the games were going to be, because you guys are saying Hawaii. I was thinking this is Japan, you know, we're, you know, set the scene, this is 1945, we got Midway <laughs> Island, we oh, got man. Ishima, we got Okinawa, you know, it's the Pokemon oh, no, no, world no. we've been waiting for, it's a throwback. No, 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 no. no. I'd, be, no? I'd be very cool to see something like, I, I would love to see this and then see it somehow close to Kalos, you know, it would, or even, you know, I don't know, I would, I want to be able to go back to another region, and I think, I mean, we, we have the Zygarde question that we're all yes. like, what's going on with these new Zygarde forms, why don't we get Z, and I why... Mean, we, I mean, I'm t- perfectly fine with them breaking the pattern, and I've gotten over it. Like after you know, twelve hours, I was over it, <laughs> and so it's so. I mean, I would like to see that Zygarde story though move forward, and I would like to see it in the form of like, hey, yeah, you beat Sun and Moon, but there's this entirely other region, Kalos, five years later, and Whoa. you can go through and look, Zygarde's here, but Zygarde's causing a problem, and you need to go beat him. That is exactly what I want, and that is how I think they might go back to gold and silver in exactly. a way. Exactly, that would be going like not only just having a Japanese-based story, but also being able to go back to a free- previous region. Yeah, there's also been I mean, talks of uh, going into like um, going back to Kanto, uh, which I, don't which think I think is a little bold. I think that's very bold. Uh, it would yeah. be cool for the 20th anniversary and everything to be able to go back to Kanto, but we just got we got the remakes of Red and Blue. And you're going to be able to move those Pokemon to Sun and Moon, so I, I and think that going is to, the reason they're not going to do it. I think going to Kanto is just a little redundant at that point. Yes, uh, I do like the idea of getting to see Kanto in that new 3D look, though. I I love mm. that idea, but I don't think we're ever going to see it. No, Thatch said maybe it, so it's happening. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, maybe not ever. I I hope not now. I want to go back to Kalos. Plus, I mean, they skipped the third version. Which is usually what they do to have a, you know, maximum profit with minimum work kind of yeah. thing. Because they have it all programmed already, the region. Mm-hmm. And so, to put this game out so soon, I mean, it would be very convenient for them to go back to Kalos as opposed to I any mean, other it would It would look really cool. I mean, it'd be really cool. It would. A lot of people would be very happy if that happened, I, right? I, I just, we, people have been calling for going back to another region in any game, like, for years. Every time there's a new game, oh, maybe we can go back to this region. Yes. Oh, maybe we can have just a me. version where we go to all the regions. I found Kalos to kind of be a weaker region, honestly. I liked I the region, I didn't like the story. I didn't I like think... the story, I didn't like the spoke wheel feel of it. I felt like I was some, some sort of, like, second book of the Hunger Games, where every section's different. Like <laughs> that's every Pokemon game. That's every Pokemon game, though. Like, but, if, but it, it not every Pokemon game's revolved around one little center circle. That's true. That's true. The center circle. I mean, that's just. I, I like that though. I liked being able to go to like some some hub. City. You Nova know was a circle too, but you couldn't. Get it was. It was an there. awful circle. You know, yeah. if you want to talk uh, about awful design for regions, you Nova. Yeah, it was impossible to get anywhere in that game. 
Guys, yeah, guys, sure. there's, there. I, I think my whimsical is about to murder me. Can we change mm. the subject? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So no, but uh, so people are saying it's going to be like the Pacific, and I'm going to counter that argument. Yeah, counter that because I I'm one of those people. First, Singapore, not in the Pacific. Where is it? In the, it's is between it... the Indian Ocean and the South Sea of China, something Same like thing, that. Same thing, okay? No, it's not the same thing. They are two different oceans. I'm, I'm actually... American and I know my geography, okay? Americans are known for their geography. There's four oceans and seven seas. That's it. That's all you get. Yeah, and <laughs> That's my... what the pirates told me. <laughs> The second part of my counter-argument is that just because, like, the hotel is blatantly lifted from the one in Singapore. There is no doubt about that. But just because you have one landmark from one country, it doesn't mean that the, that country is going to be in the game. Because in Kalos, you have Stonehenge. Stonehenge is not in, Fra- in France. It's in England. No, no, no. I think you've got your geography mixed up. I, I know where things are. I've been to Stonehenge, <laughs> and I have been to France. So, you can trust me, But have me, you been to listeners. Singapore? Have you, but have you been to Singapore? Exactly. I have not been to Singapore. How about Hawaii? No. Oh, man. There you go. I, I think but I we are talking. We are talking about facts. <laughs> Stuff we already have in the games, and the game set in France has stone engine it. That's true. I you should never let facts get in the way of a good theory. <laughs> I I am deeply offended by your implication that I could ever do something like that. No, except, you couldn't. You except couldn't. when it comes to you know my deep denial of the fact that you know some people like Captain America and Iron Man are not you know, an item. <laughs> I, I just I, so move, move, let's move on from that. Let's move <laughs> on from that. I don't know. It'd be very cool though to go to Hawaii. I, I think it'd be very cool. I, I'm very excited. It looks like it's going to be a very tropical region. And I, I mean, they're going to do something. They they always do their own spiel to it. You know, there's going to be some way where we're going to see snow, and there's going to be some way that's that, easy enough on top of a mountain. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you go actually, to a, actually okay. You know how there are like twelve I don't know the English word for it. Is it biome? Biomes. Like biome. Yeah, like the um, natural habitats. Mm-hmm. Like you have the desert, you have you, the plains. You get one of each of those in every Pokemon game. Yeah, and in Hawaii there are like ten out of twelve. Really? Yes, yeah, because have you have tall mountains with volcanoes which created desert desert patches. Yeah, but no snow. Yes, no, there's there is snow. snow. There's snow on the top, the the higher peaks. That's the, I mean, Mo- the Mauna Kea is like over four thousand meters tall. It has and, snow on top. Do you think there's gonna actually, be pineapples? Do you think we'll get a pineapple Pokemon? We already we did. have that's a pineapple what, uh, Pokemon. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Can we get a better one? <laughs> I kind of want a better one. Yes. Can we get a better here's one? What, here's what I want to see, though. You brought up a good point, uh, Whimsicott, with how high that mountain is. I was reading about this the other day. That is the tallest mountain in the world, is that main island in Hawaii, because... No, it's not. How, no, it's no, not. It's, what about Mount Everest? As, no, 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 Mount no. Everest, 
is the Montrose? tallest up as the tallest above land. Okay. This one starts all the way down in the ocean. Floor. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that makes sense. That opens oh, that's up what you for meant. some. Yeah, so this opens us up for some pretty unique things when I think when it comes to like diving. So mm -hmm. if we can get some underwater stuff around the biggest mountain in the world, that mm -hmm. would be pretty cool. It would be pretty cool to see this as like a follow up to Hoenn in some way. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the mechanics returning in a sense to like mainstream popularity. I mean, I do hate the idea of having eight HMs and like five of them being water types. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I absolutely. There's vehicles now. What if they're moving away from HMs? I would, I would hope so, right? I, I mean, hope so too. I wouldn't, I don't want to lose things like surf and I don't want to lose things like waterfall. And, you know, like, the classic HMs I'm okay with, but I'd hate to just, like, HM10! And it's just like, what? Why do I need 10 HMs? It's just like, well, we yeah. came up with that many moves. Uh, well, well I only get 24 of them in a party, so... Anytime you're taking up a, a, a move slot and having to devote a Pokemon specifically in your party because of that move slot, I think it takes away something from the game. I, I would be very upset, though, to, if they do go into, like, something like a Hoenn mechanic with the HMs. Because... They've been moving. They've been progressively moving away since Gen Five from like the need for HMs. Yes. Ex except for Surf. Except for Surf. I'll say that. But, but in we love Gen surf. Five, in Gen Five, you don't you don't need any HMs to get through the game. You need zero HMs to get through the game. Uh, uh, a couple spots with cut, isn't there? No, you don't have to use it. You don't have to actually use it to go through there. Oh wait, mm. no, there is one. There is one spot. I, you are yeah, correct. You, you always get it. There's always like one thing that's stopping you right before you get that HM. It's how they. Keep you boxed in. Yeah. Hashtag RPGs. Um, I mean, that's just how it works. And then there's, uh, but you never need, like, you never really need them. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like for Cut in the sense in Gen 5, it's just like, hey, this is an HM, this is how you use it. And, uh, after that, you don't really need it. And Gen 6 was, was pretty good about it too. I mean, yes. there, you, you need, you can use strength to, like, make things faster upon, like, return journeys or something, but you don't really need it. You need Surf to get through that one very specific route that's, like, And they give you a Lapras long. anyway. So yeah, and they hand you yeah. a Lapras. They're like, here's a Lapras, just teach it Surf and get across. And then you're done. Yes, that was exactly the way to do it. No, I will I say this, though. Yeah. It, in getting and being forced to have some Pokemon that are HM slaves, I have gotten some Pokemon I'm attached to. Like, I have this Talonflame. That's got like the the warm body or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Thing that helps uh, eggs mm -hmm. hatch faster. Flame body, yeah. Flame body. There you go. And it flies. And that I've carried that with me. I took it from X and Y to Oraz, so that way it could be my hatching Pokemon. Like so, that mechanic does. You know, I, I like that bird. I'm not <laughs> trying to get rid of that bird. Oh man, I wouldn't have my... ever had it if it didn't have that. I have the same talent flame. I think mine is named Robin, but. He's still in my X version because I still do all of my breeding there. But I, I oh, mean, oh, I know I cloned him. <laughs> what? I made a copy that, that's not him. how you love a Pokemon Gator. <laughs> Where's the love? Where's the tradition? Hey, Where's one the loyalty? His EVs are all kinds of screwy because he's been there to help me uh, uh, EV training. Like, yeah, mine, mine too. Mine has terrible IVs and terrible EVs, but actually, he is got, the like, most loyal Pokemon in the world. The steps I've taken with that guy—it's—it's well, it's the whole Futurama fries dog argument. I wanted to bring it with me. Well, sue me. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Okay. Okay. We'll just—we're <laughs> getting way off track. Let's just uh, wrap it up here, and so let's kick it on over to commercial break. 
and we will be back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. So we will catch you guys on the flip-flop. Exhausted from riding the Pokemon Sun and Moon hype train? Are you now missing your teeth from too much Corsola-Cola? Try the ever-refreshing Ludicolo's Pineapple Ice Cream, a proud sponsor of the Puckle Podcast. Ludicolo's Pineapple Ice Cream, you don't want to know where it came from. episode and welcome back guys to the pokemon the episode our pokemon of the episode this week is national dex number 182 the blossom the flower pokemon blossom gather at times and appear to dance they say that the dance is a ritual to summon the sun uh the sun in hawaii i hope um but either way yeah it, it looks like a hula girl it's a hula girl ne- that's why i picked it and <laughs> it's a hula girl uh, it's the a grass type, Pokemon. and it's garbage. Oh my gosh, the shiny sprite's really cool, though. So The shiny sprite is, like, the second best shiny in the game. That Barwins. is one of the better shiny sprites. I will say that. One of the better shiny sprites is shiny Blossom. Never mind. I take back. It's still garbage. But, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, but it's pretty garbage. It's pretty garbage, so you don't know that it's garbage. It was one of the first Pokemon to be, like, introduced as one of the split evolutions outside of Eevee and Gen 2. It's, uh... If you actually look at the earlier artwork, it's very close to its actual shiny sprite in gold and silver. Like, its original artwork. Which I find very interesting. It was originally, like, a dark blue. Well, it was was looking like... It looked like Oddish and Gloom before it. Exactly. These days, you can barely tell that they are related. Mm Mm-hmm. Even in the shiny sprite, the shiny sprite's completely different ever since Gen 3, so... Yeah. Because I think they just did the palette swap instead of, like, making the individual shiny. Yes. So, let's see. So, if we want to talk about Blossom competitively... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, we want to because that's what we always do, but at the same time, we don't want to because poor Blossom. It's in... Oh, man, it's got, like, bad stats, um... Let's see. I mean, it's got a special defense of base 100, and it's in the PU tier, by the way, but it's mostly because of its, like, pure grass typing, and it's got chlorophyll and healer, and the problem is, all of the grass type Pokemon with chlorophyll kind of get shoved down into PU. And so, there are just so many more of them that do Blossom better. Yeah, I mean, my Leafune is kind of staring Blossom in the face and laughing. Yeah, If and- you look at any set for Blossom, it's like Sun Sweeper is what it's called. Sweeper is in ex- like quotation marks. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so sweeper. true though, right? It's got a base ninety special attack, which is garbage. That's not bad for PU, actually. For it, no, literally every other grass type is better. I mean, it's still PU. not bad, but the problem is it's like base speed of fifty. So even with chlorophyll, it's garbage. Mm. So even in the sun, it's just awful. Like, I don't even know. Like, um, what is it? There's Solar Beam, which is a given. It gets Moonblast. That's kind of interesting. I didn't yeah, know that it got Moonblast. I bet it would to, be like, really... How do you get Moonblast? You keep your Oddish as an Oddish until level, like, 36. That's so cool. Yeah. I didn't know that line was capable of getting Moonblast, but it makes so much sense considering Vileplume got moon uh, Moonlight. Yeah. And that, that's actually a really cool, unique thing, I think, for that grass poison pipeline. I um, love it. 
That's yeah. actually really cool. Well, that's the funny thing about Blossom. It's the only like, isn't it the only one that evolves from a dual type then goes back to a single type? It's one of the. I don't know if that's actually happened. Hold on, before. let me check. Blossom that's... is the only single type Pokemon that evolves from a dual type. Thus, that's the only true. Pokemon which loses its secondary type upon evolution. That is true. Then cool. look at that. That's that's interesting. Wow. So it becomes worse. And... Yeah. Oh, I mean, it, it it gets some things, but at the same time, in the tier that it's at, like, Blossom's just not good. Uh, the base 50 just doesn't, you know, you know what? We should, we should go ahead and say that Blossom should get a Mega Evolution, and then everything's yes! fine. Mega Blossom. It's still going to suck, but it's going to be even prettier. That's, that's I'd pretty much I'd still rather it. have a Mega Whimsicott. <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh don't you're just, even. You're just you're just trying to suck up so hard right now. <laughs> you are trying. You're trying to get me kicked off of the podcast because <laughs> I'm going to go on for about ninety minutes about Mega Blossom and Mega Whimsical Thatch. Please shut me up. Right okay. Now. Well, you know what? We're gonna go and we're gonna check out the trading card game. Uh, there is one Blossom or Blossom card in rotation right now. It is from Ancient Origins. It's uh, stage 2, obviously, from Gloom. And it's got 120 HP. It's a grass type, obviously. And so let's see if it's actually any good. I haven't actually read it yet. Um, it's not. I, I guarantee you it's not. Uh, <laughs> most. I mean, I, I So more so than saying, like, before we were talking about this, uh, before we were talking about the Pokemon of the episode today, we were talking about how most Pokemon are, like, not know you, which is true. Um, but... Belos, but in the Pokemon trading card game, I would say a vast majority of the cards, I would say about 5% of the cards are usable, and like the rest of them are just pretty pictures. So, mm. uh, Velosum, for one grass energy, you can do Windmill for 20 damage, which allows you to switch this Pokemon with one of your bench Pokemon. Um, for a grass and a colorless energy, you can do Flower Tornado for 60 damage, and you are allowed to move... Um, grass energy attached to your Pokemon to other Pokemon any way you like. So it kind of operates like um, Blastoise's Deluge, but in a... Uh, I guess it's not called Deluge anymore. But um, it's it's like Blastoise, or even... Uh, what's the other one I'm thinking of? I think I'm thinking of Aromatease for fairy-type energies. Um, and of course, you guys can't validate these ideas, and somebody's gonna... No, 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 I, I remember <laughs> vaguely... I believe it's Aromatease. And... Spron and Jushiro and Bo discussing the concept of energy going around. Energy and transfers like this is very good. I mean, was aromatous. I mean, I so this this could be something that would use, but the problem is it's on a stage two. It requires two energies and it's an attack. So I mean, I could see I could see you using Flower Tornado to like get something set up, and then switching and then switching out with Windmill. But of course, you have to worry about survivability and all this other stuff. So also, I don't know what Grass type EX Pokemon are actually prevalent right now. So, I, I don't think Mega Sceptile was actually that good. So, there, there's another problem. But, well, yeah. If that's nailed it on the TCG, the trivia for it is Blossom is the shortest fully evolved Pokemon at 1 foot 4. Ooh. So cute! It's so teeny tiny. That's tiny, they actually. It would fit on my desk as, like, a decoration. It's Blossom may be based on, on the Rafflesia Keithy, which is a parasitic flowering plant from Borneo. Ooh. Um, the flowers can grow up to one meter in diameter. Ooh, it's very big. It's It looks like a blossom. It's a bright red flower with a big open circle in the middle. Um, That's kind of cool. Um, and a hula dancer. 
Judging from its body and its Pokedex entries, it may also be based on a bell, which the Japanese name, um, which I'm going to butcher, Kirihana, is a combination of Kiri, which is pretty, and Hana is flower, but it may also involve Rei, which is bell. Ooh. And of course, mm. Bellossom in the English language is a combination of Bella or Bell for pretty and Blossom, which may also involve the word Bell. So, Ooh. yeah, which might be referring to the bluebell flower, though. No, well, no. Well, see, that's the thing. The German name also, Bluebella could also mean bloom, bell, or bluebell. Also, Bell is a prefix for beautiful. Yeah. In, like, Italian and French. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, man. All right. So, I think that's all we have for Blossom. But we can, uh, if you want to know more Pokemon stuff, uh, you can always check out the articles on PocoPodcast.com. We have Whimsicott, of course, wrote in a wonderful article on the same topic we talked about on the show today. We have Snag, who also does opinion articles as well on very similar topics as Whimsicott. Um, we have uh, Jushiro writing bi-weekly TCG articles. We have Sublime writing VGC articles. We have uh, Mickey Panda doing anime synopses, and the anime's back in full swing, so she's actually having fun with it. And yeah, the Z season has started. It finally started, and we, so we also have um, Basket doing his monthly comic. We have, I'm forgetting somebody, uh, yes, Viger does the news, and uh, let me, don't say anything, I'm gonna get it, Scrawn does the, uh, does the Pokemon <laughs> Origins, uh, so... That's uh, that's it for you. That. Forgot another person. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I always forget somebody. I talk to all of you on such a regular basis. Um. Oh man, who did I forget? It's me. I started a uh, <laughs> new article. Oh, on I forgot the site that critiques every episode of Buckle. I forgot Locke, uh, yeah. who who does uh, who does interviews, and uh, he's he's very into it. So let's see. I think that is. I think that's it. Um, so check that Lock, out. I still love you, and I really enjoyed your interview the other day. Yeah. Uh, so check that out, and we are going to cut it from here and kick it on over to everybody's favorite part of the show, the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Send in your emails! Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And on to the mailbag. As always, our mailbag is brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. <laughs> there we go. It happened. And I'd like as to always, point out we. For our our hmm? new listeners, that when Thatch does that, he makes little moves with his hands. That is actually true. <laughs> I just did that. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody sees it, and then they saw it at PuckleCon, and they couldn't get over it. Um, and because it's just like habit, I go gives you hooves, and I make like a little hooves with my friend hands. But either way, as always, we will be giving out the Green Tours badge to somebody that we deem worthy if we find one. And we will also be giving out, uh, well, and if you're new to the show as a listener, um, this is the segment where you, the listener, can submit an email to us. We'll read it on the show so you get to be part of the show in a way. And we always ask you a question, a prompt. And so we're just like, how hyped are you for Sun and Moon for this past episode? So 
let's jump on in. So our first one, I believe, is from, let me make sure I am correct in this one. It is from uh, Nice1983. Yo, you guys asked about opinions on Sun and Moon, and I just got done recording my podcast, The Splat Zones, Friday night. And here's what we discussed on the on my show. And one thing I wanted to share slash ask you guys is about the possibility of amiibo support for Pokemon Sun and Moon. Um, I don't think it'll happen in any big prominent way. They seem to be doing amiibo like tastefully as of late, unlike the Splatoon amiibo. <laughs> no, I want to see 720 amiibo. That'd be absolutely awful. Don't do that to me. I oh, want. I want three packs. No, no, no. Just listen. Three packs, just like they did for. Uh, I think the if they if they were going to do amiibo in that way, I think they would do cards. I think nah. they would do cards. Nah, I want seven hundred twenty Pokemon on the wall. And the other thing we speculated on my show was about the Blastoise fire truck. So my theory is Pokemon having a possible job class system. Probably not. I don't think there'll be a job class system. Uh, that's just like Pokemon's always been a very approachable RPG. And so adding that kind of RPG-ness into Pokemon, I think, would just ruin it to some extent. I agree. Um, let's see. Uh, and if you choose Pokemon, blah, 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 class system. Uh, secondly, and you don't have to read this. Um, uh, oh, I'm going to read this because it's very nice of him. The last time I w- wrote in was to explain how you guys really inspired me to record, on my, record my own show and my show has really found its foothold. I want to thank you guys for that because you read my email on... You you read the email. My show really got a boost. So much of my show is inspired by the format of Puckle, and I can't thank you guys enough for not just the inspiration and courage to record my own show, but for the years I have spent listening to Puckle. Hope you all vigorously celebrate the 20th anniversary of Pokemon. As we say at the end of my show, stay fresh. Nice one, 983. Hmm. That was nice. I like the kids yeah. these days. <laughs> the kids these days. Uh, this next one is from uh, Savvy. I think Whimsicott should uh, should read this one just because I think they are very similar people. Just because we're girls, that's sexist. Not because not because you're girls, but <laughs> that's just because like, you're like super I'm hype so... about everything. I'm the one who's not supposed to get the jokes back. <laughs> get in line. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here I go. Hello, Kaumu and guests. Mukau is already taken. Sue me. <laughs> Savy is back! Sorry I missed the mailbag from last episode. So busy with work, it's hard to write in every week. I was so surprised when you guys gave me the Green Taurus badge. I didn't even have an account, and you still gave it to me. I think it was partly because of that. We got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so honored. I went and made an account and friended Whimsicott. Yes, you did. Hi, my friend. <laughs> I can only access the site on mobile for the moment, so it's hard to utilize it to the fullest. I made a request for the Twitter, Facebook, and GT badge last Monday, and have not heard anything back as of today. That is pretty normal. That's pretty normal, so, because we I'm have to like, sure manually approve it. Yeah. And so I, I haven't done it yet. We'll try to get to that soon. Sorry yes. about that. Um, anyways, to the mailbag. I am so hyped for Sun and Moon. I'm just happy we finally got news for the canon games. It feels like it's been forever since Auras came out. I am curious how the meta is going to change. I'm going to try and not be biased about any news until I play the game myself, because originally I was not a fan of both Mega Evolution and Fairy Typing. And both ended up being awesome. Oh, I was saying. One thing is I am really hoping for is more evolutions. 
I am all aboard the evolution hype train. Welcome, sister. <laughs> Although I don't think it will happen, I think it would be cool if the evolutions got megas. Mega Sylvian for the win! Okay, no, no, no. If there is one evolution that does not need mega, it's Sylvian. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> now, if you want to give a mega to Leafeon to make it... Leafeon, Flareon, Glaceon. Mm, yes. Hmm. <laughs> I already know I am definitely getting Moon version. Being the Narutard I am, I am riding along in the Naruto fandom with how the Sun and Moon represent the two main characters. I will not go into detail as there are possible spoilers to any listeners who are not caught up in the anime. Naruto is obviously the main character and is the Sun, and his rival, who is the other main character, is the Moon. That other main character, Sasuke, and since I've heard you butcher his name before, I am giving you pronunciation, literally Sasuke. Ah, I got it. Aha. <laughs> I got it. Is <laughs> my all-time favorite fictional character in anything ever. Mm, I hear you. He's pretty cool. Although I do feel the author, like, lost the direction on him towards the second half of the manga. Since I'm obsessed with Sasuke... I'm going to get Moon, and that's what I'm going to name my character. Nice. Shout out to people who are deeply involved in multifandoms. Oh, baby, come here and hug me. <clears throat> now, before I go, I wanted to tell you about something funny that happened on Battle Spot on the anniversary. I was free battling with my OEU team, and I battled someone who used both Primals, Mega Rayquaza, and Kyurem. Insert kill the quote here. Guys, do it. Do it. Do I have to do it? You have to Fight do it. me, Kyron! I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm done. <laughs> I've never heard the movie. I'm, I can't do the right voice. It's like, fight me, Kyron! And it's right, just like I'll... really dumb and boyish, and it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm perfect to do a dumb but boyish voice, actually. He ran Shirkle on his Kyogre, which of course hit first time on my Cresselia. Well, that sucks. I use Sylvian, Cresselia... Landorus T, don't judge me, I won't just because you're my sis. And Mega Charizard Y. And even after that one hit KO, I still kick the guy's butt. <laughs> of course, he wasn't the smartest guy running Sheer Cold on Kyogre, but it's not hard to run the Pokemon he chose and just dominate, so I was pretty proud of my team. Well, that's it for me. I can't think of anything as creative as flippity flops and head jug socks again, so I'm signing off with a flip flop shaming hop. Hey, at least shaming's a head jug. <laughs> I love this girl. I love you. <laughs> Alright, uh, Gator, you get this one from the handsome Golduck. Alright. <clears throat> Greetings, Puckle Desire, furious swiping and surfing my way through the seas, lakes, and ponds, and even your swimming pools. For the most part, I haven't received much love being stuck in the PU tier, but I am lovable early game Nuzlocke hero from many people's runs. Most would rate me to be from mediocre to a solid B+, as most games I guarantee you that 2016 is Golduck's years to shine. Time to shine? What rhymes with time to shine? Oh, it's my hidden ability and game breaker for the VGC Cloud 9. That's right, get ready, prepare yourselves, Omega Primal Titan and Regal Sky and Dragon of Doom. I, the duck that is in fact blue and not gold, am ready to shine in the world tournament and claim my prize as the MVP and the new Pokemon World Champion. I can take you to the Ray Rays and Grumpy Groudons down in one shot, and there's nothing you can do to stop me. I predict this year the winner of the VGC will have a gold duck. I bet the green Tauros badge on it. 
With a trusty scarf of choice or a band of focus and the right protection, the end is near for those overconfident powerhouses. So to finish this email off, here's a quick rap poem that doesn't even have to rhyme. Your time is up. Gold Duck's time is now. You can't see him. You're going down. The sea of blue is calming for you. It's time to face a scald or two. He can ice beam fools and even disable. The fourth move doesn't even matter. He's more than capable. Okay, so maybe he won't win the VGC, but one can dream. Regardless of all the things, he's on my team. There hasn't been a surprise pick since P- Pachirisu. Maybe my prophetic psychic gold duck powers won't come to fruition, but if it happens, you won't hear it. it's the end of it from me. Ha ha ha. Well, Psy Shock you later. Gold duck out. I don't think Golduck is, like, one of the, like, super original choices, actually. I definitely think it's, like, it's very prominent in the meta. I'm going to take the next two because Drickers is really short this time. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, guys, impossible girl. Wait, Here I am. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she is not possible. It is, in fact, true. Yeah. I have a theory about Sun and Moon. I think that the story is going to be based around a meteor crashing into the Earth in the same world slash dimension that the first gens took place. That way, Mega Evolution will be introduced and possibly some Pokemon from space. I bet this theory on what Zinnia says in the Delta episode about what if a meteoroid were to crash into the in their world and they don't have the technology to do anything about it. It's just a theory, but I think that would be fun. Well, the whole thing is, like, the meteor didn't go to the other world because Rayquaza, like, did Rayquaza things and blew it up. Well, I'd like to point out two things. One, he correctly used the word meteoroid and not yeah, that's meteor. True. That's true. I love him so much. And the second is, I mean, it didn't happen, and thus we saved the Hoenn from Gen 3. Mm-hmm. But... I think the implication was that if the meteoroid had crashed, it would have destroyed yeah. Owen completely. We might be wrong, though. It's all implied and stuff. That's true. That's true. Uh, uh, let's see. So I'll grab this next one then from uh, DDG Maniac. This one's also short. Uh, Hi, Thatch and randomly encountered host. It is I, Dennis, the DDG Maniac. Here for some speculations. Pokemon Soul is po- Pokemon Luna. It sounds kind of romantic in my opinion. I have no idea how to read Spanish. I am so... It's Pokemon, Pokemon Soul y Pokemon Luna. Luna. Ah, okay. See, I took German. Uh, but here's I'm my... Italian, so I can fake having taken Spanish. Yeah, that's true. I uh, live in Florida, so I can only speak Spanish. <laughs> oh, I should have let you do that. But here's my short speculation in this 7th gen game. One, we may be able to go to different regions like the like part of the story or post-game content. Possible new evolutions, Ghost and Dragon, please. Possible new in-game features and the return of the Dexnav. To tell the truth, I'm hyped since this will, this seems to be based on Central to South America. Actually, we spent the entire episode telling you otherwise. Uh, Scrawn, I nickname my Pokemon sometimes, don't worry. It's that sometimes I can't come up with good nicknames for them. Well, that's all for today. Spook you next week. Let's see, so... Whimsica, you can take this next one from... Uh, Buckethead of Cuckle. <laughs> Buckethead? His name's Buckethead. Oh, right. Long-time listener... But my name is Buckethead of Cuckle. I hope you guys can handle my hot takes, because I'm gonna be splitting them like a torchic from the depths of hell. Here are my thoughts on Pokemon Sun and Moon. I know you guys think that these games might take place in, sing- in a Singapore-type environment since they showed the tropical screenshots, but if my theory is correct, you're way off. I believe the screenshots are Oh, wait, are this is the one that I kind of wanted to skip. 
It gets really dark, and it's about Nazis. Okay, guys, uh, I well, can. I did do not that. see that coming. Yeah, I um, can do this. I just watched the new Supernatural episode from like two weeks ago, where there are Nazis involved. I can do this. I'm the right person for the job. Okay, just be like super PC about this. <laughs> I will try. Okay. <clears throat> I believe the screenshots are a cover story to throw us off from the true theme of these new games. Nazis! And I have seen... I have seven major takes that I think you will find quite convincing. Why would Pokemon Sun and Moon take place on tropical islands? Obviously, it's going to take place in space. 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 <laughs> oh, you've played Portal, I love you. <laughs> now that we have finally confirmed the game will take place in space, you have to wonder, what kind of space story the Japanese Pokemon company would make? Obviously, nobody has forgotten what side of World War II Japan was on. Well, no, we haven't, but I think we've kind of settled that already for a long time now. <laughs> back to so, back World War Champs, baby. Uh, I I should probably <laughs> not enter this discussion. No, don't, don't. <laughs> no, 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 I meant no. with the track record that Italy has. Let's not even talk about it. <laughs> we, we, we started on the wrong side, at least. I can't help but feel we should probably just abandon ship right here. Yeah. <laughs> I will okay. give him a shout-out that he does, in, in fact, uh, have an endgame where we defeat President Trump with your Pokemon friends. So that's... That's something. That's something. That's something. But, like, it gets pretty dark. Like, thanks for the email, but we have to kind of be, like, a good people about this. I, I mean, it, I will tell you this. This is kind of very well thought out, but, I mean, I I can't condone someone using it in an argument, even as a joke. The fact mm -hmm. that the moon landing was faked by Stanley Cooper. Yeah, let's let's just move on. You have to read his last paragraph and his little like blurb at the end. Okay, do that. Do that. Right. No, you're probably doubting me, but give me and my organization, Cuckle, credit when it's all true. Cuckle, of course, standing for the Conspiracy Underground Champions League, a very sensical name I came up with in 2006. <laughs> Feel free to spend a whole episode of my theory or just throw it into the mailbag if you feel it's too shocking for the populace. P.S. My invite to your wedding must have gotten lost in the mail. Send another. Nobody got an invite. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, that wasn't even invited. I wasn't even invited. Nope. Alright, so... Gator, you can take this next one from uh, TCM Wings. Good afternoon, Puckle Crew. I've been listening on and off for over a year now, but it's my first time writing in. When I first stumbled on your show, I thought it would start on episode one. Then I changed my mind and decided <laughs> I would start from the most recent episode. <laughs> and I listen to your show rather frequently on my drive to work. I would like to take this moment to say I'm impressed with the level of quality and professionalism that you continue to provide in every episode of the show. Even with multiple spin-off shows, your main series weekly show has not suffered because of it. Keep up the great work. Now, a quick rundown about myself. I go by They Call Me Wings, or TCM Wings for short. I am 20-something from Canada. My first game was Red Version, and XY is my favorite generation. My favorite mod is Leafeon. Hashtag... Oh my gosh, that was so loud. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I couldn't keep it in. I, I apologize. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Headphone people. I'm sorry. Now, 
eat of the mailbag, I would like to spitball the idea that the bird Pokemon we saw as a wireframe in the announcement trailer is actually a new starter Pokemon. Just let that sink in. I think it could be something like a woodpecker Pokemon that would maybe even be grass flying, since Whimsicott is not that type anymore. That's true. Pat, it's um, not anymore. Um, it's... Oh, guys, you, just I... stop being jealous. I'm from a different dimension than you. Gosh. Your dimension <laughs> sucks. <laughs> In every generation, one of the first wild Pokemon you run into on your own is a normal flying type. Pidgey, Taylor, Fletchling, etc. So why don't they make a flying starter type? Just an idea. Anyway, it's a nice dream, and a stealth starter announcement is kind of a cool thing to think about. Keep doing what you're doing, and see you on the flip-flop. Is that what the kids are saying these days? Cheers, TCM Wings. The, the PSs are kind of fun, but we don't have to okay. read them. All right, PS. This is the first time I've actually ever used the draft function on an email before. I have revised this email like a dozen times just to make sure everything looked right. Sorry if the email went a little long. It has not. You are on the podcast with the fluffiest whimsicott. That will never be a thing. <laughs> um... <laughs> PPS, I've never not signed up for the website yet, so no need to cross-check your list to see if I'm eligible to win. <laughs> I mean, you kind of put the cart before the horse there, but we'll see. Yeah, a little bit, right? All right, so uh, our next one is from Antonin. Uh, hey, guys and gals. You know what? The podcast definitely needs more female hosts. It feels rather imbalanced. When I say guys and gals, it's totally false. Maybe if I wrote guys and gal and hope for Fluffy is to show up, then maybe it'd make more sense. Anyway, Puckle Podcasts have kept me busy. There are almost two podcasts a week. That's a lot. I love it, and I feel sorry for the other podcasts I listen to because they I have been falling steadily behind. Uh, that's my plan, to make you unable to listen to other podcasts. Assimilate um, the buckle. Yep. Uh, onto the mailbag. What do you think of Sun and Moon? Well, I shared some thoughts on one of the fluff articles, but let me go back and remind you of a mailbag I sent in a couple of weeks ago or possibly forgot to send and left in my drafts, which is more likely. This could finally be Orange League, or something at least like it. I said that I'd love to see a game where, that would contrast Kalos and be mostly sea-based. Kalos is all land, and while I love it, I'd love to see the opposite. Sun and Moon seem to be good indicators that a game will be ocean-based. The upside to this is that the island-based theory are, uh, the island-based theory are the cars and trucks from the trailer. Cars plus trucks means roads. Yeah, they're roads in Hawaii. Um, have you noticed how most regions don't have roads? Roads could possibly mean bridges, which could mean a lot of the sea travel could be eliminated by long bridges between the islands. I wonder what uh, I wonder about truly is what the story will be. Oraz was about land and sea. The game balances both. X and Y was about the genesis of life and its destruction. And so I wonder where Sun and Moon will go, and accompanying game mechanic and accompanying game mechanics we'll see in the game. Will there be an em- emphasis on between night and day? Will some new Pokemon evolve only during high noon or midnight? I mean, we already have that, though, right? Um, mm-hmm. Will there be a mechanic to change night and day using some device? One thing everyone I've talked to has noticed is the trend in the original games. X and Y is a lot like Red and Blue. Moon, Sun and Moon seem to mirror Gold and Silver. Anyways, the one thing I'm sure of is that we'll be getting uh, Gen 2 Starter Megas. This, that means, oh yes, Mega for Alligator. I hope Thatch is happy, and for his sake, I hope Baraligator will be competitively viable. He is already competitively viable. Don't <laughs> in the PU. Shut. He's not in PU. I think he's higher. Um, the email has gone on long enough. I wish I had some more flip flop trivia, but the well has run dry. Wouldn't it be awesome if we could wear flip flops in the next game? Just some food for thought. And oh man, if um, it's Hawaii, we should be able to wear flip flops. Right. Um. All right. You get this next one from Pokey Prentice, Whimsicott. All right. Salutations from Texas, Puckle. Hi, I'm new to Puckle, but not Pokemon. 
you can call me Pokey Prentice or Jeff, doesn't matter to me. After the mediocre time I spent on Alpha Sapphire, I needed something to fill the void. There just wasn't enough new stuff to distract me from what was essentially a less-than-average copy of the original Hoenn Region Adventure. I found you guys while looking for something to satisfy the itch for a new Pokémon adventure, and found out about the challenge of an Nuzlocke and competitive battling. Now that the generation is announced, the next generation is announced, I can't help but speculate. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> On the changes to the formula, I've been clamoring. For for example, have been a huge problem to me. Moves that can't be unlearned just to be saddled inevitably onto one poor sap in your party is a waste of a slot. So what I have in mind is that when HMs are earned, every one of your Pokémon that can use it in battle will be able to use it in the field immediately, while the HM essentially becomes a TM to be learned and unlearned as a move at your discretion. This will open up your party for a moveset free from the tyranny of not good moves like Cut. Why is it worse than Tackle and Rock Smash? It's not worse than Tackle. I mean, it's got a slightly lower accuracy and a slightly higher power. Mmm. I mean, you probably want a more accurate move. But Oh my gosh, did he just call it Pokemon SNM? Oh god. This is just not... Like, stop. <laughs> I don't see what Either you're way, talking about. Either way, keep going. Just keep going. Another dark... Fine, but it was super effective. I'm sorry. <laughs> Gator! <laughs> Another thought occurred as I played through the new Fire Emblem. As some of you may know, battles in Fire Emblem Fates boast the impressive ability of taking place exactly where the two fighters face off. Whether it takes place next to a house, or between two walls, or next to a tall tree, and so on. I know there have been strides to make Pokemon battlefields more interesting, but I think this detail could be pushed even further. Instead of a normal green field, you could see other wild Pokemon watching the battle through some thick grass, or with trainer battles you could see the trainer blocking the way through the route as the battle begins and have it take place on the road. The battles that need the most work background-wise are the trainer battles in each of the gyms, which right now are just blank arenas. These battles should be made more memorable, and giving each of them the theme of their respective gym would be great. My head is swimming with ideas about what Pokemon SNM could be, but these two are the only ones I've been able to put into coherent thoughts. I'll just throw this over to you guys to discuss. Thanks for making such a great podcast and community. Sincerely, Pokeprentice. Kids, do not Google Pokemon Sun and Moon like no, that. Please do stop. Please stop calling it that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think I, I made like a huge deal about this last time. Take Please a look, stop. Fine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Gator, <laughs> read the next one from uh, Red 7. I have to compose myself for a moment. Because <laughs> I am quite tickled. Alright. Good evening, Thatch and Puckle crew. This is Red 7 writing in for another mailbag. For the past week, I've been keeping busy with Pokemon Red version for the Virtual Console. As soon as I reached Cerulean City, I hoped, hopped on the Mew glitch and never looked back. Aside from this new venture, the old game has stirred up many old memories for me. You see, when I was younger, my brother and I used to save a, share a save file. Pokemon was forbidden in our house, so he and I would play Red version in secret, while our parents kept a vigilant eye for the game they considered to be the devil. He and I would take turns each fighting each gym leader and catching different Pokemon. I remember sitting down with him and trying to plan out what our team would be by the end of the game. 
I am ashamed to say there were many times I hogged our game. Sorry, little brother. But it was these moments together that brought my brother and I closer together and strengthened our love for a game that we still play even today. We are no longer children, and we now stand against each other as eternal rivals. Every so often, we get together and put our strongest teammates in battle to see who has improved, much to the dismay of my wife and his girlfriend. Uh, the dust settles, the winners decide, and we both go on our separate ways, promising to meet in battle again. At the end of every battle, before I hit the lights for bed, I look to my wife and say, So what's it like to be with a Pokemon master? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Red 7, you my kind of guy. All right, enough nostalgia. On to the mailbag. I was so pumped to hear that Pokemon Sun and Moon trademark had been leaked early before the Nintendo Direct. Many people speculated that there was only a placeholder like Pokemon Grey was back in the day, or that those leaked titles themselves were completely fake. At the end of a very powerful video where we raced through memory lane with games throughout Pokemon history, Pokemon Sun and Moon were announced, and then, not much else. Sure, concept art is cool, but not one of the solid Pokemon of 7th Gen could be seen. Don't you dare mention that crazy bird frame they showed us. That doesn't count. Now, it could be argued that we have been spoiled lately, and we should be grateful that we received a reveal at all, but I'm impatient, darn it. I want more info now. On a side note, did anyone else notice on the artwork to the hotel-looking structure that the person to the right looks a lot like Trainer Red? You heard it here, folks. Trainer Red is in Sun and Moon. Well, it's getting late, and I have a championship, a champion to usurp. Later days, Red 7. Boom, boom. Hmm. All right. I love that. I look to my wife and say, so what's it like to be with a Pokemon? <laughs> that, that needs to be your wedding speech. Right? <laughs> no, there's uh, I actually did this to her the other day because like I've been I've been on this like <laughs> I, I'm, I'm legit. I did this yesterday, like no joke. And so what happened was um, so I've been on like I've been on this weight loss kick lately. I've been trying to lose weight and everything before the wedding. And so like my goal is to like I, I weighed way more than I should have. At one point, I weigh, like, I've lost 22 and a half pounds since September. Wow. And so, like, I mean, I still want to lose a lot more. But, so, like, I, I was really excited because I, like, I hadn't weighed myself for, like, three weeks. And I was, like, kind of bad last week and I didn't work out or anything. But I've been watching what I eat and everything. And so, like, I, I weighed in, like, way less than I thought I was going to weigh in that. And so, <laughs> I sent her a text and I... And I was also doing really well in the Kanto Classic at that point. I was like 10 and 0. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, how does it feel to be dating a sexy Pokemon master? <laughs> <laughs> and... I don't know, Thatch. I don't have a girlfriend to ask. <laughs> if I asked that to my boyfriend, he would probably look at me and shake his head like, why are you so silly? The, re- the response I, I got dump, was... Dump him immediately, the, re- the response <laughs> I, w- I got from that text was, so how long have you been waiting to tell me that? <laughs> or ask me that question? <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. I was just in a really good mood today. And so, but either way, uh, next email is from Winmore. Hey to all my Puckle pals. Winmore writing in again after I was so disappointed I couldn't write in last week after the big announcement. But there goes work again, ruining what's really important. First of all, I want to thank Thatch for the reverse jinx on that Pokemon announcement. But of course, I'm really hyped for the announcement, just like anyone else. It's going to be very fun speculating the next few months. Will you, while you, uh, will you all about what's to come? I'm thinking that Gen Seven could be big into into form changes, as we've guessed with Magearna, It looks to me have a form change. Yeah, but like half the mythical Pokemon have form changes now. My guess right now is that it could be related to either the sun or the moon. What? <laughs> uh, and I could see that being the- being a theme with a lot of Pokemon in this gen. We could see a lot of Pokemon in-game differ in appearance depending on the version. 
Another interesting thing we could see in the game is taking place in Hawaii would be the water levels rising and depending on the sun or the moon. And unless dive is in the game, it would change the accessible areas of the game. I wonder if Lunatone and Solrock will have a role in the game. I'm I'm assuming there's going to be some kind of like mention of them, but they could I just mean, ignore the fact that they exist they, entirely. So they put them in the trailer as a kind of a joke. I, guess. The, I don't think they put them in a trailer as a joke. If you actually go and look at like the first trailers of like Pokemon Ruby and Sapphires, they have Solrock and Lunatone. It, to show off like the double battles because the they made double so many battle in the gym because they've come up with so many different double battles or double well, battle specific I... Pokemon Pokemon that only exist because there's two of them like it like Plusland Minum Alumice and Volbeat <laughs> like and I then mean, you have Solrock and Lunatone Solrock and Lunatone are not even designed for double battles none and... of these Pokemon are because nobody knew what double battles were like I mean but I don't think. Like the stuff in the trailer is so random. I mean, you know, I support the Hawaii theory. And which Vivian is shown in the trailer? I have no idea. The, the ocean Vivian. Ooh, interesting. The one that you can only find in Hawaii. And okay, in Reunion Island, but Reunion Island is like super tiny and nobody lives there. So. All right, let me finish up this email. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm hoping hoping it doesn't. To be honest, I don't find them very interesting at all. I could see them getting a mega evolution, a mega evolution though. I'm going to purchase Sun. I always instantly decide which version I'm going to buy whenever I hear them announced. Well, see ya. Winmore out. So, you get this next one from Jedi DJ. What does it got? Yeah, alright. Greetings from Florida. Initiating nostalgic rant. I have been playing the re-released Pokemon Red all week. As I have been playing, I have been looking at the game in a different way. I have been poking my head in every corner and reading every sign. I have been noticing all of the small hints on chalkboards and side conversations that teach a new player how to play. As a writer and reviewer, I have been curious as to what made Pokemon such a big hit. I think that looking back to its origins is a great way to find out. As an RPG collecting game, it was very unique for its time. If you pretend that you have never played a Pokemon game, then looking at these original games is quite fun. There is a whole world to explore with new rules and creatures to capture. The fact that you can trade them or battle with friends takes this game to a whole new level. Pokemon is truly a great game. Initiating mailbag sequence. I am super stoked for Pokemon Sun and Moon! I don't know much about them, but I will be getting the Moon version. I have been back playing so many games recently, and I am excited that I will finally be playing the current generation alongside everyone. I'm thinking that there will be some formal driving, probably mm-hmm. in place of roller skates or bikes. I also bet that there will be little creatures called Pokemon that we can catch. Hmm. And <laughs> Interesting probably- idea. Yeah, and then we will probably have these cool Pokeballs to catch them with. I know my ideas sound crazy, but bye, I'm Ankan Dream. Initiating questionnaire sequence. So, I have made it about four beds, and my team consists of Venusaur, Pikachu, Beedrill, and Gyarados. Talk about shallow move pools. Magikarp has splash until 11.15. So I was wondering, have you guys sunk any time into the releases? If so, which ones and how far have you come? Till next time, may the force be with you, Jedi DJ. Uh, for me, the answer to that is in my most recent article, so I won't waste everyone's time here. <laughs> Alright, so you get this next one from Ten Little Men, Gator. Oh, I do. Oh, Thatcher, you're just so nice. To right? They're Ten Little Men for you. Oh, 
Love it. Okay. Oh, well, if it isn't the Thatch and his wonderful co-host and the general Puckle audience. I mustn't have noticed you. Please, feel free to take a seat, close your eyes, and take a listen to what ten little men think of Pokemon Sun and Moon. Disclaimer, do not close eyes if listening to podcasts while driving. Gator also approves of that message. Um, the first little man, being the loyal Pokemaniac he is, is very excited to know that Pokemon Company still cares about its older fans as the Shonen RBY compatibility. The second little man, a curious fellow, can't wait to see what new features will add to the game. The third little man, ever the skeptic, thinks the cars will be even less interactive than benches. True. <laughs> the fourth little man is distracted by pocket tournaments, so we may as well skip him. The fifth little man cannot wait and see all the new Pokemon. The sixth earnestly hopes to see a Legend of Poisoned. The seventh and eighth, with their burning rivalry, eagerly await to see how the metagame will shift with the hope it can match their all-time favorite of Gen 5 in you. The ninth ever, the hopeless believer, prays every night to Lord Arceus that the injustice forced upon his favorite moth, Dustox, can be rectified. And finally, the tenth is happy that this means Thatch and the rest of the Puckle crew have at least one more generation of podcasts to make. Twenty exhilarated flip-flops, ten little men bid you farewell. P.S. If your eyes are still closed, you can open them now. It's finally over. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so I get this next one from Snag. Hello, Trainer Thatch and whoever he has. In response to your thoughts on what improvements may come in S- Sun and Moon, I'm not going to say SM, out of, out of... You just, just did. Yeah, I, I almost, no, I caught myself, I caught him. Then you said it! I had th- had one thought, if I were to request anything that may might make breeding easier, it'd be a better Destiny Knot that makes more than five combined IVs from the parents. What, that's like as good as you can get without making it like too easy. Uh, right now, the amount of tedium required to get a 5 IV in the appropriate places is quite annoying. You did not breed in any other generation. <laughs> don't even give me this. Oh my gosh. I don't necessarily need perfect 6, but it just make it a touch easier. No, no, it's easy enough compared to what it I used to be. I have a question, like, does Snag have a 6 IV, Ditto? I believe he does. Yeah. It's not that hard. It's not hard. It's literally... I mean, compared to what it used to... Like, the fact that I can breed a competitively viable Pokemon within three hours is just ridiculous compared to what it used to take. It used to take me a week. I mean... Yeah, I remember listening to you on the older shows mm-hmm. and thinking to myself, boy, am I ever glad that I never tried to breed something exactly. before Gen 6. Yeah. Oh, I just had a great idea. What if in the post-game the, there was a full-blown breeding facility? At this facility, you could have an IV checker, daycare, and loop all in the same building. Kind of like Aura's. That's, know. yeah. Uh, hmm. uh, you could take part in the optional breeding classes slash challenges where you're taught the basics of breedings. Maybe you have an egg move challenge, an IV challenge, and a nature challenge. After completing the challenges, you get an IV charm that makes it easier to get perfect IVs. You don't need to make it easier! <laughs> also, I'd maybe... I'd maybe include a mechanic where Pokemon can only breed so many times. What? No, that'd be awful. <sighs> After producing so many eggs, they can't do it anymore. You're just talking about making it harder now! <laughs> oh, and make the transfer of the daycare and box Pokemon connected to the actual PC to streamline the process. I would like that. Oh, yeah. yes, please. Absolutely. Oh, and how about this idea to change up the story? What if you're, you and your rival start out as friends from the same oh. hometown, but the rival joins up with the evil team during the game? <gasps> that'd be good. I see this happening if the evil team has a story as compelling as they did in black and white. Then you have to face your rival before you face the boss team, or the team's boss. At which point, it would be revealed that whatever the evil team was striving for was a sham, like in black and white. Then your friend would rejoin you, possibly in a double battle, to finish off the team. 
just some thoughts on the new games that are probably too good to happen. Smell you later, snag. They're definitely not. If they make breeding any easier, they're just handing you Pokemon. Sorry, that breeding. I want the story so much. I'm already shipping the characters. I'm already shipping the characters. Uh, How about you take this next one from Celebrandas, Wenzika? All right. Hey, Paco crew. Celebrandas here, returning for another mailbag. Not much has happened to Alphonse the Aaron since last week, so I'll go straight into the mailbag question. I'm all towards Sun and Moon right now. There's been no news about them outside of the names and logos being released, so I don't really have much to base an opinion on. That being said, I'm planning to get Moon as of right now for no reason other than the fact that I am a night person. I'm just hoping that there is something based off of the phases of the Thanks for the awesome podcast, Celebrandas. Alright, and then last one from Arkham Shiftry, Gator, go, go, go. <clears throat> Hello, Puckle people, how are you doing? First off, I would like to thank Mr. Maximus for reading my email with such enthusiasm. It gave me a good chuckle. Also, a shout-out to Juicero for getting me into the TCG. Now for the mailbag. You guys asked about Moon and Sun. I refuse to call it Sun and Moon, a.k.a. SNL. <laughs> 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 oh. Now I was, old. I was one of the non-believers when this was first. Okay, hold on. Uh, now I was one of the one, I was one of the non-believers when this was like the, leaked the day prior. And when the announcement came, all the roast shiftry came flooding in. Now I'll admit I was wrong. But does that mean I'm not excited? I mean, it's a new gen. How could any fan not be excited? With all the rumors going around, it's hard to know what is true. I don't know uh, who heard all of these rumors, but let's go down the list. Moon and Sun will be in Spain. Okay, believable. Moon and Sun will be in Singapore. Okay, I can see your point. Moon and Sun will be in Hawaii. Okay, if you thought Hoenn had too much water, just stop now. Moon and Sun will be our new Johto. Can't beat the original, but you can try. Dark Evolutions. Okay, well, this is why you people aren't really fans. Hmm. All regions in Moon and Sun, as much as I would like, uh, as much as it would be make me play for the next three years with no other Pokemon news and still be satisfied, I doubt it will happen. What rumors you have, folks have heard, which do you think is true, and which are complete BS, let me know. Flippy, floppity flip, it's a crit. Shiftry out. Hmm. Uh, Alright. Um, all right, so that's it for the mailbag this week. Who do you guys think should win the mailbag badge? I'm actually a big fan of. Let me let me give you my nomination. Um, who wears his name? I lost his name already. Um, TCM Wings. I'm a big fan of him. You're a yep. fan of him because he said Whimsicott was a flying type. I'm a fan of him because he said his favorite Pokemon is Leafian. <laughs> I'm outvoted. So okay, uh, TCM Wings. You get to uh, get a. Dream Tauros badge if you submit for it on the website. And All if right. you want some more Puckly goodness in your lives, there are so many other things you could be doing right now. Right Pause now, one moment, Thatch. Yes. I would like to make an announcement that I have approved all of the badge submissions. Yay. Oh. So if you've been waiting on your badge submission, you can thank Gator. Okay, go ahead. All right. So... <laughs> We have uh, we have a lot of things going on this week. First of all, on this Thursday, you will be getting a new TCG podcast. Um, TCG episode uh, six, so look out for that. Um, you will also be able... You should also check out all of the social media outlets of Puckle. Uh, the Twitter, at Puckle Podcast. The Facebook, facebook.com slash Puckle Podcast. The Tumblr, pucklepodcast.tumblr.com. And the Puckle subreddit, r slash Puckle. 
And let's see, what else am I thinking? Okay, and if you have the time, please review us on iTunes. It helps a lot of people find us. Um, we had an awesome one, actually, that I missed out on from, uh, or, oh, wait, no, it was recently from uh, Captain Gravy. So thank you very much for uh, submitting a review on iTunes. It helps more people find us. Houses become bigger and better. Um, if you would like to help us in a monetary way, you can always do so by checking out our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. It's a way for you to... Uh, donate to us on a monthly basis. For as little as $1 a month, you can come to our live shows, which we hold monthly, and we just sit there and we talk. We answer your questions. It's a lot of fun for the listeners. It's a little bit more laid back than a normal episode, not as structured. So it, it's fun for us to record. It's fun for you guys to come and listen and talk to us. So check those out if you haven't already. Uh, you can also buy a Puckle shirt uh, at our Etsy store, etsy.com slash shop slash Puckle Podcast. Um, we are going to be adding more merchandise this month. I have everything ready to go to start making some new stuff. So get very excited for that. Awesome. And, uh... But there's something else you meant to say about the stores. I, I did. Okay, so this week I'm not going to be able to record during the weekend, like I like we typically do, um, because I'm going out of town, and since it's a sh- sh- uh, such short notice, I didn't have time to make other arrangements. So we're going to be recording the show on Thursday this week. So if you do want a mailbag or to send in an email, you need to do it by Thursday. Um, so just as a heads up, I know a lot of people, we had like six of these last emails in the past two days. So um, Yep, and Thatch, if they do want to send us an email before Thursday, what is the mailbag What is the mailbag question? question? That's a good question. Uh, what, I've got one What the bike. I would like to know what they think is going to be leaked in Korakora. I, I'm good more, one. That's actually not too bad. That'd be a good one. Um, let's do that one. What do you guys think is going to be leaking Coral Coral this month? Um, if you don't want to answer that one, do what other regions do you think we could possibly be getting, uh, in Sun and Moon based, where do you think they could be based on, if not Hawaii, or do you agree? Um, I like having both those questions. Those are very good questions. So mm-hmm. you can email us, uh, those answers or just any concerns about Pokemon or anything to pucklepodcast at gmail.com. So that's the best way to do it. Also, uh, I, well, I guess I think that's it, right? I've covered everything. Um, I think you did. I did. I think so. So I believe in you. Uh, I, so I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Gator. And I am the Fluffiest Moonsicott. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. <laughs>
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.